Yeah. Like, I didn't see that coming. I haven't seen it. Mm. That's interesting. Sorry. Mm. Okay. You guys ready? No. I'm always ready for anything except this. Okay, here we go. I can get the lube. All right. <clears throat> you know what, Daniel? I'm going to let you do it tonight. Go. Wait, have we been recording? Yes. Since when? Don't worry about it. I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to see if you got it right. You, you read it from a screen every every episode. Okay. Are you expect me to do it from memory? Watch this, watch this. Uh-huh. No screen, guys. If you mess up, I don't even know what. 40th episode of Damage Control Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the 40th episode of Damage Control Podcasting. A professionally unprofessional <laughs> look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I'm here with... Daniel Newkirk. Wow, that only took you how many times to say it? 40. 40, 40 episodes. <laughs> Well, he's 37 because I've done three of the openings. Yeah, she, he does. She, he does all the remotes. Okay, <laughs> I'm here with Daniel Newkirk. I forgot my line. Cody Dietrich. <laughs> Tyler. All right. It's episode 40. We are officially over the hill. Our backs are. We're on the hill. Nah, 40's over the hill, isn't it? I, I think thought 50 was over the hill. Because you're over the halfway point. Who's the king of the hill? Hank. Well, fuck, that ruins my joke. All right, well, just pretend we're over the hill. Okay. Our backs are constantly... You can constantly save it for 10 episodes from now. Okay. Our backs are constantly in pain. Our children hate us and are soon leaving the college, and our prostates are swelled to the size of grapefruit. Man, you read that with such... Well, my feelings are hurt. I thought it was 40. That was over There's the a joke somewhere? Fuck off. Dude, I walk in... Motherfucker, I walk in, right? Y'all are making fun See, of me. just when we were talking, like, three minutes in... Adam breaks the fuck barrier, and yeah, then I, it's a not safe for work. Why do you say it's so black? <laughs> like, like, what like, the fuck is? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're doing, we're doing episode that 30. That wasn't meant to be racist, to be black people, Episode 39, we're at Steampunk, right? And so every time we interview, people ask, like, what's the rating on this show? Are you guys like a Christian thing or whatever? And Danny goes, no, no, no. And, and no, we're fine, because I don't talk to people. And, yeah, uh, and... And our first interview was like, good, good. I didn't want to. I didn't want to cuss if it, if you guys don't like cussing. And I'm like, no, no, it's it's fine, it's fine. And Daniel was like, yeah, the first word out of his mouth is fuck. So so anyway, every I walk, episode, I walk in, walk in tonight. You know how you all make fun of me because I'm a hipster? Yeah, yeah. Some chick I haven't even met, lady, sorry, lady, woman, I've never met before. I walk in, she's like, are you the podcast guy? And I said, yeah. He and she and I said, "Why?" He goes, "She goes, uh, you got that hipster thing going on." I was like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> I do. It was it was beautiful. Uh, it was so great. Uh, how many shirts were you wearing? <laughs> this many. I didn't take one off or put one on. First of all, when did a backwards hat well, become hipster? Let the record show that Adam was wearing two shirts. Yeah. When did, when did a backwards hat become... And she was wearing a Deftone shirt. How hipsterish is that? <laughs> she, maybe they could she recognize their own kind. Yeah. <laughs> when is... They can Are you seriously still upset about that? Anyway. They can sniff it out. We're already off the rails, guys. We're over the hill. That's on you. Okay, so tonight's episode is a rando. Okay. Well, we're starting that off, right? It's a <laughs> rando. <laughs> It's like, a, seriously, how far back do we go back? Do I need to be embarrassed about stuff I said? I don't know. Don't Rate worry Cody's about hair. it. Don't worry about it. Rate Cody's hair. Hmm. So I was definitely at work. I'm going to give it a MacGyver. 
New Turn, let me see old? the back. Let me see the back. New MacGyver or old? Old MacGyver minus two because your party in the back isn't as long as... You know what I heard? You know what I, 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 you know what I learned? Kentucky is called a Kentucky waterfall. Mullet? That's what a mullet is. No, mullet. Oh. Did you know that? that not what I thought a Kentucky waterfall was. Yeah. Yeah, not me either. Jonathan Van Ness, one of the gay guys from Queer Eye, is from Quincy, and he's coming back, and he's going to supposedly give Kathy Dooley a makeover. Jonathan Van Ness is gay? Yes. Who's I went Kathy to high school Dooley? with him. Uh, Satan Incarnate. She don't listen. Satan Incarnate. <laughs> Someone tried to Someone put a pipe bomb on her front door. Your friend of mine? And that's a story. That's an off-air story. Remind uh, me after we're done. I think all of that should have been off-air. <laughs> okay, tonight's episode is a rando episode. All right, half what's <laughs> half what's in the box, half random things I couldn't fit into a full episode. Okay, so it's like ten episodes in one. Yes. So let's let's start out with some trivia questions to loosen our oh, arthritic backs and soften our prostates. Yeah. Uh, if. Stop talking about yeah, no, Nothing is happening with my prostate yeah, here. That's later tonight. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Wait, I gotta go to the bathroom. The, you didn't pull the trigger Monday. You're not pulling the trigger tonight. Let's be clear. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> the phrase pull the trigger and prostate means just <laughs> completely go out of this conversation. <laughs> All right. We ready? We are completely off the rails. This isn't a serious episode. It's just episode Do we 40. ever have a serious episode? Yeah, yeah, we do yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to worry about your prostate, Tyler. We're going to pull out, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, the stars of the Marvel and DC movies are well known now, but can you guess who they are by their first internet movie database movie credit? Not TV, not music video, not made for TV movie, movie credit. All right. I thought Snyder was going to be here, so I got I to gotta cross my T's and dot my I's on freaking everything with him. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. First movie credit. Okay, what Marvel Universe alum's first acting credit is Together for a Day? Robert Downey Jr. No. I think 70s. I did my best to throw I did my best uh, to throw a clue in on the question. I think 70s. Alumni, so that's one of the original guys. Yeah, he was he's been in it since Iron Man. Nick Fury? Uh Samuel Jackson? Yes. Hey. What DC hero's first flick was Fast and the Furious? Gal Gadot. Is it Gal Gadot? I always say Gal Gadot. I say Gal Gadot. Okay. I believe it's supposed to be Gal Gadot. Okay. All right. I don't know. She can say whatever she wants. Who was she she in Fast and Furious? She was in in that one where they they had the world's longest uh, uh, takeoff for an airplane. Yeah, oh, she oh. fell. She fell off the cliff. Oh, or she wasn't in the first one. She was in a no, no, Fast and Furious. Not oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't sorry, seen anything but okay. the first one. Okay. It's also the one where uh, doesn't doesn't Vin Diesel like jump up in the air and headbutt the rock? I have no idea. I stopped watching after the fifth one. Oh, okay. What Avenger? That is the fifth one. Then it was the fourth one. Okay. What? Because uh, number three is Tokyo. Okay, Drake. hey, right. Okay, okay. Random. Okay. okay. What Avenger got their first acting job with Pound? Ironically, his character's Robert name was Puppy. Robert Downey Yes. How do you know that? Because I know everything. Okay. What What DC sometime... Can you tell by my Lego earring? What, <laughs> what DC sometime baddie, sometime not as baddie, acted in Where the Day Takes You? 
what DC sometime baddie, sometime not as baddie, acted in where the day takes you. Like his character his character. Ben Affleck. No. I'm trying uh, to think of the character in DC No, uh, this is the, this is all movies. DCE. Well I'm trying to think of uh, uh Jesse Eisenberg? Who? Jesse Eisenberg. When is Lex Luthor ever a good guy? Uh, in, in in the DCEU. Oh, it's in the DCEU. It's not in like yeah. any DC movie. Oh, okay. It's Will Smith. Oh, oh, Deadshot. Yes. Okay. What replacement Avenger started their career with Mirror Mirror Two Raven Dance? Don Cheadle. No. Uh, it's the, the only Avenger that's uh, been replaced. The Olsen. Who did she replace? She was in the second round of the Avengers. She wasn't in the first group. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, oh that's what you meant by. <laughs> okay, yeah, he, but he was in that the order. first. Okay, but he was in the first Avengers. You gotta watch how you word. This. Okay, so yeah, all, right. all right, Snyder. I call okay, so Thor accidentally drops Stormbreaker and it's lightning round. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. We're still on that trivia. Was, yeah, it's lightning round. That was stupid. I'm just gonna no no more clues. I'm just gonna name the movie. You name the actor. Okay. Star Trek. Uh, oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes, he played Captain Kirk's dad. The Dark End of the Street. Benedict Cumberbatch. Ben Affleck. Laguna. Wait, Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck wasn't in the MCU? We're also doing DCEU. Oh. God damn it. Laguna. Uh, Henry Cavill. How the fuck did you get that? Uh, that was a really good guess. Okay, <laughs> The Newcomers. I mean, um. Chris Evans, Silent House. Go, Johansson. Elizabeth Olsen. Mm. North, the Elijah Wood movie, if that helps. Uh, the guy who plays Quicksilver. Scarlett Johansson. Now, this is the best one The Extreme Team. Chris Evans. That was Star Trek. Or, uh, Chris Evans. That was Newcomers. No. The extreme team is Chris Pratt. Oh. Chris uh, Pratt. All right. Do you guys like that one? I thought that was kind of cool. Idea. Uh, all that, right. was, that was a little difficult. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're off to our favorite section, guys. Audio trivia. Uh. Famous, famous voices. Famous anuses. I will, I will accept the character or the actor. The character right. or the actor. How do you like that? He asked a question, I got it right, and then was surprised that anybody got it right. Did anyone else catch that? He was no? surprised I could share right. He was surprised about the Gal Gadot thing. Yeah. Okay, here we go. First one. Famous voices. I will accept the character or the actor. Okay. First one. God, I hope there's no uh, advert. That's Unicron by Orson Welles. Yes. I did. <laughs> Tyler, this one's for you. You want me to finish the scene? Because I can probably finish the scene. That'd be cute. <laughs> Megatron had just that. Your Wi Fi connection's not hooking me up. Megatron just asked who. Okay, let's go to the next one. All right. Yeah, it's. it's oh, of course, the one for me. No, nobody summons Megatron and, and most pleases me to be the first. You've been summoned here for a purpose. What the hell is going on with your Wi-Fi, dude? I don't know. It's been acting funny. I need a new router. 
didn't uh, they try to steal your Wi-Fi today? Fucking not steal. They asked to buy it. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Next one. You see, it all stops with a baby at the age of six months. Tyler, I'm a little disappointed by you. Growing up around me. Scares the hell out of the baby. Gives it the hiccups. He has no belly button. I knew you'd get that from that. All right. Here we go. Next one. You kept talking during the whole time. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's coming. We should strive not to use violence in front uh, Gandhi. of Gandhi. Nope. You're on the right track. Of course. But by non-participation in anything you believe is evil. What? Is Afro with a Hitler sash? Basically. Albert Einstein. Ow. Oh, alright. He had a full mustache. He did that. He didn't do that. Yeah. I said afro with a Hitler and I said basically. I had an afro, kind of. Okay. All right, I got to cue this one up. We ready? Tyler, this is for you. Daniel's freaking Wi-Fi. We're, we're a world-famous podcast. Please. Here. This is not a joking matter. It's Ratty. It, no, it's Vincent Price. Yes. Could, you didn't play long enough to tell you what character it is. Oh. Radigan. No, it's a dude from uh, 13 Ghosts. That's a mangle. Professor Hawking. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, that's Professor Harking. Shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Easy. All right, here we go. Professor Harking? No. But this is a real person. Oh, this is a real person. Okay. Oh, did you play it? It's our our amazing Wi-Fi is buffering. Fucking Comcast. Hitler? Yes. Really? You put Hitler on there? <laughs> Did you do that just because he said Hitler? No, I had it. I had it ready. <laughs> okay, okay, you guys ready? Oh, is it too soon? <laughs> no, I know it's just. No, it's just <laughs> right, you're well, doing I mean, famous no, people, but kind of goes to white. Eleven million people, you know, maybe. Uh, and considering he's in the White House, I mean, come on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You guys ready? Yeah. They start messing with him, biting his tail, biting his ears. Christopher Walken. Yes. Okay, last one. Either so, audio. Last one. So I screwed up the Stephen Hawking one. That bummed me out. That was going to be hilarious. Freddy Krueger. Yes. I took a guess. I could barely hear. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was someone in England, right? Uh, Robert, Robert, Robert England. England. Yes. Okay. All right. Now that we're loosened up. We're old. We got to stretch before we go. Really? How long are you going to keep this this over the hill thing? I hurt my back. We're under the hill at this point. Here's a, here's a little here's a little peek behind the, the curtain here. I hurt my back over the week, and I'm on pain medicine. Laying on it? No, like I t I tore it up really bad, so I'm on pain medicine. So. Well, need to stop doing yeah, I know. So like I'm kind of hyper right now. Uh, okay. 
in so we're, guys work so stretch out your, uh, your your improv muscle okay and your imagination here we go oh boy in the Star Wars universe what blue collar nine to five worker would you be you don't you you're not force sensitive you're not part of the rebel or you may be a part of rebel alliance but you're not like poe dameron or princess i'd be running the commissary on the death star okay and i'd be be dead in the first one okay what so what what's the commissary of the death star look like all white you would think that they would make it you know try to hide some of the dirt but the emperor really likes white he wants that shit to be clean I don't want to be too yelly. What's on the menu? I don't want to be awkward and yelly. What's on the menu in the Death Star? Mm. Give me a minute. Okay, Cody. I. Now you don't have to. You don't have to relate it to you. Okay. Yeah, it could be whatever. I think I'd be a librarian and like uh, in a well in a library, of course, but in a. What was the home planet where the Jedi Council was before Anakin like killed all the young ones? Coruscant. Yeah, I'd be like a librarian in Coruscant, but you'd never see me because a, a galactic library of that size would probably be dwarf most. Uh, it'd almost be a city-sized library at that point. But the whole okay, so Coruscant is a planet-sized city, right? Mm-hmm. Surely there's surely it's segmented off. You could still have different. I would expect it. Don't call me Shirley. Well, what I'm saying is, I'd be, I'd be at a central library where uh, it'd actually be my job to be redundant because with all the technological advances, we're just keeping these tomes for to- keeping the tomes safe. People don't actually really even check them out. Okay. And it's just mostly my job is just converting the few texts we have into media files. Would you be? Would you be the guy? I think Kyler was this guy. Or are you the guy that like has to flip the page? Weren't you that guy for a while in Chicago? No. I wasn't allowed in that room. Oh, okay. Would you be that guy that's like... I so, don't understand so what you're saying. So Obi-Wan's reading a book, uh, an ancient Sith text, and he's not allowed to touch it, so you have to go... You, you got your white gloves, and he'll go, Cody, and you go... You flip the page. No, like, I imagine a Jedi would just go... No, they're not allowed to. It's fragile. The Force could rip it. It's got to be in mint condition. The since, Force breaks the binding. Since... Since Cody said he was redundant, I want him, I want the image of him to be the librarian from The Last Crusade where he's just like, that's all he does. No one checks out any books. It's just Cody sitting there just going, stamping each book. Okay. All right. Because I want that to bring two universes together. I've actually, I've, I'm the guy from The Last Crusade. I've been there that long. It just keep transferring, transferming, transferring. Actually, they just send you to Venice. Okay. Are you, are you done? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't want to skip. I have a habit of skipping over people. So, oh, so okay. uh, I think I would be um, one of the uh, like the game runners in that um, uh, casino planet that was in uh, Star Wars 8. Oh, the, the, uh, the planet that everyone hated. Uh, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Um, keep talking while yeah, I look I that would, up. I would probably be a... Uh, Game like dealer. their version of blackjack or yeah, something yeah, like maybe that. Maybe a card dealer or running like different table games or something at that planet. You know, it wouldn't have to be 
our traditional, you know, Hazak or... Cantobite. Yeah, Cantobite. Uh, something like that, but maybe, I don't know, they've got to have some sort of geek culture game like Magic and Star Wars at some point. I'd probably run some stuff for that. I would assume that chess was the geek culture game. Well, I mean, chess would exist too, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. All right, this is who I am. I'm the dude... I, I picked two. For the, as the dude pretending to be the other. Dude. I picked two: the Rebel Alliance and, and uh, the the other side. Traitor. The Imperials. I'm the dude on Yavin that's on that tower. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is he doing? Uh, shooting the radar gun. He's just checking to see the speed. Is it a scan? Or is, is that what he's doing? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm I'm that dude. I got that weird hat on. I'm just like, yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, I got like a bucket to go pee in and poop in because there ain't no way. Because, I mean, look at it. How do you get up in there? How do you get out of there? The force. No, I can't be force sensitive. There's got to be a turbo lift inside it yeah. somewhere. And the guy I am on the Imperials is I'm the dude when they fire the Death Star. I'm the guy that with that weird hat goes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. I kind of thought you'd be like the guy in the tunnel where the laser comes out of. You know, like, I... Yep, it's green. You know, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one day Darth, I would. Do, we got this. It's green. We're good. Which I never understood because green was a Jedi color. So you think it'd be red? I. It, like the Death Star used Kyra crystals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's just the like maybe that was green. It was default green because that's all they could find in that amount of quantity. That you could explain it away like, that way. It all comes down to supply and uh, supply and demand. If you, if you're like, you know, we're not waiting twenty years so we can mine a whole bunch of red ones. There'll be a red laser. Just get no, the I damn think, cheap green ones. I think in canon now there's no red crystal. I think the Sith uh, they corrupted. corrupted. No, yeah. corrupted. Yeah. no, so I wanted to be that guy, but I know I know the actual uh, story of the guy that does that. He's like, he's like the most highly depressed person in the Star Wars universe because. Like he he had to work, like he had to he had to study, he had to pass tests, he had to train extremely hard, and he was the highest of the highest to do the, boom, right? But after after he they blew up Endor, he realized that he's the person that just took a billion lives. So he's actually oh, Alderaan. What did I say? Endor. Okay, yeah. So I mean, Alderaan. Endor's got destroyed as well. But. Right. Right. So he got extremely depressed and was like on medication for it and he started drinking and he, his marriage broke up or whatever. And he's the reason he's the reason why Yavin didn't get shot down because he actually hesitated. Instead of at that final battle in New Hope, instead of instantly doing that, he actually hesitated on purpose to give the Rebel Alliance time to destroy the Is that canon or is that a theory? No no it's, it's no 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 it's not a theory. I don't know if it's canon anymore, but it's not. It's not a theory. It's it's a legit story that they told uh, with Disney owning it. I don't know if it's canon anymore. But that's oh, was it in the books? It was, uh, they, no, it was a comic. Oh, the comic. Yeah. Uh, depending, I think Disney struck out most of the comics as canon. Yeah, I was like I said. I don't know if it can. I just yeah. thought that was interesting that they that they literally make a backstory to every freaking character. Like, what's the backstory in those little mouse droids? Surely there's. They're Mausers. They, they've got like a destiny or something. They're probably they're probably force sensitive. <laughs> uh, no, I think the mouse droids are like walking batteries, kind of like they just run. They're, they're runners, so they just like carry things from point A to point B. So they B, they keep the Darth Vader's iPhone charged, basically. And then like 
if you're in one department of the Death Star and be like, hey, this needs to go to this department, and the mouse droid will take it and run it over there. It's basically like a if it's tube small system. Enough. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a courier kind of. Okay. I came up with my next job. After I get fired, I survived the Death Star blowing up. Okay. So then I get transferred to Tatooine, and I become the backup bartender in the cantina. <laughs> because the other guy's just like, people's arms are getting fucking cut off. He's like, I can't deal with this shit. And then someone comes up to you and goes, can I smoke in here? You go, only if you're on fire. <laughs> Come on, nothing for me? I, I've heard that so many times. All right. Okay. 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 Next question. Cody, don't. Don't <laughs> give a pity laugh. It's not pity, though. That's fun. I love that. Speaking of pity laughs, I was trying to listen to the last episode before Steampunk, and every single time someone said poo, I still laughed. You mean anthropomorphic? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Keep the keep the muscle stretched. What type of cinema character would you want to be? Not what specific character, but what stereotypical character would you like to be? Well, like a genre? No, no, no. Okay, here. I'll start you guys off. Yeah. Okay, I want to be a film noir gumshoe. I want to have the office... With that, with that, like uh, frosted glass and my name across it, I want to have a bottle of scotch. I want the city to be constantly fucking raining, just all the time. So it was a nice, July uh, evening when she walked in. No, yeah, I'd be I've like, seen her kind before. Yeah, it's like it's all, the city's always it's always raining in this city. A saxophone in the background. Oh, a saxophone in the background, <laughs> and. Uh, and I, and I want like an ashtray full of cigarettes, but since I don't actually smoke, I just I don't smoke. But you it's just, just, just lights. Yeah. Lights on. No, no, no. I like, like the smell. I am such a good detective that I actually pay someone to just sit in the corner and smoke, and he like snubs them out <laughs> for me. So yeah, that's the type of character Who's I want. Who's paying you to get cancer? Her legs were as long as last. And I and I want to legitimately be my world to be black and white. Like that, I think that would that's the, that's what character I want to be. I always want to wear suit and ties. You know, with the, with the trench coat. Are you yeah. Are you gonna have the hat? Oh yeah. Are you gonna have a badass car? No, I want to be the gumshoe that like he always rides in the backs of taxis. Like he's always got that one taxi that he make a phone call. So and he's, like, he's like the he's he's like the phantom. No, the shadow. shadow. Kind of like the shadow, but I, I don't have any superpowers. I'll be like I'll call like uh, I'll be like call my secretary Julie. Get Frank up here. Frank comes around in those old school taxis. And, uh, and, he, yeah. and he'll be like, Adam, where? And I'll be like, we got a murder scene downtown. And he'll be like, all right. And he just takes me down there. And I get down there, and I'm like, come back in an hour. Keep it running. I'm like, so I just toss him like a quarter or whatever. Because the reason why he does this, I saved his child. His child was kidnapped like five years ago. And I fucking saved his child. So now he's got like some sort of Chewbacca Han Solo blood debt going on. He's my Chewie. That taxi cab is my Millennium Falcon. Man, you need to take drugs more often. I just made that up on the spot. I'm stretching the muscle, guys. Go, your turn. I want to go next. All right, Daniel, your turn. Shit. I thought I was going last. Um, Cody, your turn. I want to be the cheesy action star. Like mm. like old school uh, last action hero Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everything just sort of like uh, with the cheesy one-liners. Like I think my favorite one is, uh, uh, a, a, I'm gonna call somebody on a payphone. Okay. Uh, it's because uh, payphones exist in this world. Gotcha. And like I just got out of a wreck, 
call somebody on a pay phone. He's like, I'm going to like, no, no, don't answer. Next thing you're going to hear is two clips. First, me hanging up. Second one is me pulling the trigger. Oh, and yeah. Slam. Oh, yeah. I always wanted, have the one-liners. Uh, yeah. Or you shoot, you know, like in the final battle. You never met this bad guy. Like you guys always been like cat and mouse. You never met your your enemy. And, and you shoot like a liquid nitrogen tank and it freezes him. You're like ice to meet you, and then you kick him and he just explodes. Or uh, the, oh, the one thing I get, get shot like five times. They're all flesh wounds. Oh yeah, you keep going. Like you get shot right here, and like you got like a pack of well, cigarettes. No, I have a lucky it. coin that my father, my detective father. Uh, Someone has used. just watched Deadpool 2 going with the lucky coin that stops it right there. Uh, you know what? I did. I forgot about that actually. Uh-huh. Well, it's, he it's says wearing there. a Deadpool shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I want to have the, like the stupid like uh, good thing I had this. And then yeah, I I want all of that. Always get the hot ass girl and have a stupid. So you got to be. You either got to be a rogue cop that's that doesn't play by the rules. Or you gotta be like former like black ops military guy. Who, I want who the just, cop that doesn't play by the rules with the over the yelling sergeant. Yeah, he's like, God damn it, talking? Cody! I would get rid of you. You weren't such a damn good cop. No, not Cody Callahan. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. And then like you, you like you always got like a big cigar, and you're never dressed. No, to no, code. no. That's the one thing I think. Don't that'd be another one more. Those things will kill you. After, and most of the guys I shoot are actually smokers. Oh yeah. So like, there's a guy covered in gas, right? And you're like, these, like I told you, these will kill you. And you like throw it down and it lights them on fire. Yeah. Oh, I like this character, Callahan. I like this. Oh, this is how we connect the universe. You're my great grandson. Yes. The coin came from your last case. Yeah. No, it's one of the coins that I threw from the taxi. So the taxi driver's son, you got comes up and like gives like, hey, he's I, my informant yeah, on the street. He's like, I knew your grandfather. He always gave this to my dad. Here's this coin, and it saves your life. Yeah, yeah. Through the generation things. All right, now you two do better than that. I got it. Okay, I'm not doing better than that, but I want to be the male protagonist in a rom com. Ah. Because they, they always find their true love soulmate, okay, and everything goes right for most of the movie. Someone screws up, and then everything's fine afterwards. And they're always rich as hell and never have to work. All right, let me ask you this: That's true. Are you the former fat kid in high school that's now super sexy? Are you the ugly duckling that's actually super hot, but only ugly in Hollywood terms? Are you the nerd that constantly got picked on but created some sort of app or something or cured cancer and is now... What is your... All what, above. I feel like I'm probably that one. The, even even the, yeah, the, the, the nerd who got picked on that developed something cool and and is independently wealthy for whatever reason. Owns every comic book shop in the world. <laughs> right. So, I, so is I, your... I keep going back to... Um, uh, how to lose a guy in ten days? Uh, McConaughey's character in that. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Do you know the story behind that? No. Okay, so that's his first movie, right? And that's the first scene he's getting ready to shoot. And the scene, and the scene was, uh, they were in the car. I don't remember what the line was. It wasn't the, 
I think it was the uh, you're gonna get arrested with these girls, and you're like, that's the best thing about high school girls that uh, they just keep they you get older, but they stay the same age or whatever that line is. Yeah. And the line was just like, all right, but he says like he said it like it just felt right to do it all right all right all right and it just then he just like stoned it out and it you know like stonered it out and like that has become his his thing hmm. interesting huh. Huh. so your love interest huh. is it a former friend that you just instantly fell in the friend zone with and 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 you came back to the hometown or she came back to hometown and you're uh hijinks ensue as like you just as you're trying to break out of the friend zone hijinks and soon where like she catches you in compromising positions with animals and stuff well i don't know i how is this a pg-13 rom-com or is this like a judd apatow rom-com i don't know i mean i feel like any movie that stars me can't be pg-13 so definitely compromising position with animals okay so i feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's like like me and the love interest were always in love together but we always like were never single at the same time. Okay. So like, and then now yeah, the she, stars align. Yeah, she was some with someone when I was single, and then I got with someone, and then she became single, and we just kind of did that dance until we're both single at the same time and trying to make that work. Okay. But so, fi- and then you find out that you really don't even like each other, and then like you turn around, there's your soulmate. Or like, does it work? Oh, out? Oh, twist! No, I think I like, it works out in the end. Okay. I feel oh. like it works out. I like the twist. I mean, the twist is good. So what, what what really goofy, disgusting thing happened? There's always that... Is that me or you? There's always one really disgusting thing that happens. Like uh, you rub your, your, your bodily fluids in some girl's hair and it sticks up. Or you eat donuts from a dog's uh, bodily fluids. Like, what's the one... What's I don't the think Van Wilder is a rom-com. Is it not? Yeah, I don't count Van Wilder as a rom-com. I think that is just pure... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds oh, if okay. he went to college. Well, what disgusting thing would happen? Disgusting thing that would happen. You um, oh, oh, I know it. I know it. So um, you're at your you're at your love interest parents house for some sort of cuz they're they're like a mayor or something in this in this city, right? So you go there not not for the lady, but cuz you're you're being presented with like the key to the city for curing diabetes or something. I I don't know. So you go you go and so they give him the key to the city at the house? They don't have, like, a huge ceremony? Well, this is after the ceremony. This is the party, right? Okay. So you're at the party, and this is, like, a rich place. And whatever food you ate served by Tyler's uh, catering service from the Death Star, it made you sick to your stomach. So you go, and you go, and here's the thing. The person that went before you took a massive dump, and... Are you pulling a dumb and dumb no, no. that doesn't work? no, no. You took a massive dump and it's clogged, but you don't have time to make it to the next bathroom. This is a big house, so it's probably got like six bath, one half bath. Okay, so you're like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? You upper decorate it. You pull the top off. You take a dump in the top. This is not something I would do ever. It's the character. It's not but, yeah, new Kirk. It. Okay, all right. The fact that scares me is that he watched my house once when I was gone, and he's like, I totally took a poop. He's like, I gave you an upper decker. And I'm like, I was so scared to flush the toilet when I got home. Like, that's pretty cool, yeah? Yeah, all right. Okay. I mean, we can slide that in. Okay. Sure. Tyler, your turn. I want to be the Indiana Jones character. Not Indiana Jones, but, like, 
Indiana Jones. Noah Nathan, Wiley's a LeBron. LeBron yes, LeBron, librarian. Thank you. Nathan Drake style genius adventurer because someone has a high opinion. Awesome. All three of them, they're all intelligent, but they also luck into like almost everything. Like half the fights that Indy gets in, like he wins because of pure luck. You know, he's, com- as Big Bang Theory pointed out, he's completely pointless yeah, in the yeah, plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that. Oh, okay. But, so, I mean, like, in Temple of Doom, he's getting his ass kicked. The the guy dies because his turban, cape, whatever he's wearing, gets stuck in the wheel. Uh, the giant German gets killed by the plane. That's blade. one of my favorite fight scenes of all time. I mean, it, it's just, like, they're, they're intelligent, but... Like they're stupid at the same time, and to me, that's the most realistic. Like, they have all this knowledge about this stuff that I find fascinating, but like, they probably couldn't carry a conversation in like normal life. That and Indiana Jones has a badass suit in Temple of Doom. I want to. I bet you Indy's probably pretty charming, though. Well, duh. I mean, if your student's gonna write stuff on her eyelids and flash it to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I like how this went. You know, me and Cody connected the universes, but whatever. Okay. Uh, Not my fault. You didn't work hard enough to connect my universe. The case I'm working on is a stolen artifact that he just brought back from overseas. And it's actually like, you need to find that. The museum needs that for the funding there. It belongs in a museum. And the technology you use is the app that he created. There you go. The Faceback app. Yes. Faceback? The Backface app. Okay. Are we still... There we go. DCPEU. Are we still still stretched out? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what was that? DCPEU. Wait, what does that stand for? Damage Control Podcasting. Extended, Extended Universe. Ah, <laughs> you dumbass. Come on. Okay. I would never hire you to be a gumshoe. Next question. Now I have this image of you starting, like, you have your foot on your desk, and you're like, I'm the local gumshoe. That's gum. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I would see how I would do that. I would do it. No, no, I would, I would be like, I'd, I'd do this. I'd just do this. I'd be talking to some lady. I'd be talking to some person, and they'd be asking my credentials. And I'd be like, "I'm the local gumshoe," <laughs> <laughs> and not and not say anything. Just yeah. just be like, "Get it," and they'd be like, "What? Get it?" And I just keep pointing to yeah. my foot. <laughs> Wouldn't even say "get it." Just be like, <laughs> "Yeah." Uh, anyway, okay. Next question. Or you'd be the guy that like goes to put his foot up on the on the desk and like flips over backwards <laughs> <laughs> do like but like do like be like Mr. Bean but like yeah. Mr. Bean's version of a gumshoe but I would give you this you'd fall backwards and then like you'd roll up bump into your coat rack and the hat would fall down and you're like let's go <laughs> no no yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. it would just all be like pure accent yeah, like, or, or or like uh, like I'd do that and I'd roll into like the filing cabinet and I'd be like oh yeah here it is okay yeah. and it's like yeah. completely yeah. That was totally that's nothing to do that. that's how I always it's open the filing cabinet oh no sorry not this one <laughs> okay alright next question which Dwayne I did this for Snyder which Dwayne Johnson or Jason Statham character would you want to be Scorpion King. Really? Why? I'm the Scorpion King. But, but I lived a while but and I conquered cities. But you took CGI. Yeah, you become that horrible CGI. No, 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 we're, we're in the remake where they make things good. Oh. Okay, alright. Tyler? I'm trying to think. I don't know any good. I'm Handsome Rob from the Italian Job. 
Really? Yeah. That's always been my favorite Jason Statham character. Okay. All right. Yeah, just so smooth and he's funny. I dig him. Okay. I want to be the Rock as Black Adam. I really thought that was he was going to pick. Mm, but I want to be nice. Shazam. I don't want to be Black Adam. Black Adam's powerful, but I want to be more Shazam better because I don't want to be an ass if I, I have those powers. Okay. I don't remember the character's name, but I want to be Jason Statham from Revolver. He's got really cool long hair. I, I always wanted long hair, but it's like it's it's a, it's the kind of long hair that lays good on a guy. There's not enough volume. It's kind of got that greasy like rock star look. And I'd, I'd be rate that Jesse Eisenberg's hair in Batman v Superman. You know I dig it. I dig it. I, it needs a little more shape. I'll it's give it a, too scraggly. Yeah, it needs a little more shaping to it. I will give it. I will give it a Jason Statham from Revolver minus two because it doesn't have any shape. So then rate his bald head at the end of uh, Justice League. Okay, it's hard because... Because that is still a haircut. Yeah, it's hard because he doesn't look good bald, but he may also not look good bald because it's, like, jarring because we've never seen him bald. He has too big of a forehead. Like, his forehead doesn't curl back right away. It goes up, then back. So I'm going to give it... Head. I'm going to give it an Eisenberg... Dr. Dr. Heisenberg... The character from Breaking Bad, I can't think of his name. Yeah, Heisenberg. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's his uh, minus Walter five. White. Minus five. It's the forehead that doesn't work. If you've got a high minus, forehead, minus it doesn't work. Five. I think that's the first minus five we've got on the podcast. Oh, yeah. He yeah. doesn't look good bald. I'm surprised we don't he do does. a hair episode. Oh, we will. Every episode's a hair episode. We could yeah. do it on the musical Hairspray. Okay. Would you? Don't, don't encourage him. Okay, guys, 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 guys. Yeah. Oh, we've got to stay on track. Stay on track. You're right. Would you rather... Okay, this is a would you rather question. Take my pants off. Write and direct the film that is regarded as the greatest film ever made. Undisputed. Every critic in the world is like, this is the greatest movie ever made. Period. No one questions it. But never be able to write and direct again then return to a 9 to 5 job. Or be a working comic book writer, make a living off of it, but go down in history as writing the worst and most embarrassing Batman story arc of all time. No matter what other stories or characters you create, that's the only thing you're ever known for, period. Is the film commercially successful? It's the greatest movie of all time. I'm making the film. I'm, make, I'm making the film because if I can't uh, make anything better than ever again. I'm not gonna. I'm always gonna have to try and live up to that film anyway. Yeah, I'll just quit when I'm ahead. What nine to five job would I have to go back to? Catering. Oh fuck. See, here's the thing: is I'm I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get paid from having the, the you most don't, successful you, see, film you don't, ever. But here's the thing: you go back to a nine to five job because you don't make enough money off of it. It's I just asked if it was commercially successful, and you said yes. You get for a the studio, not you. You get a divorce, and your wife takes all the money. It's a little close to home. Sorry. It's, it's, I, didn't, it's, I didn't know. It's a commercial success for the studio and everyone involved but you. You okay. volunteered. There was well, a big then, break. Well, why am I an idiot in this question? Um, so I still think I take I take my money and leave because if I got that kind of renown off making that film, I'm going to use that to make other mediums. So I will take the renown I get off the film, take it to Marvel and be like, hey, I want to write comic books. And they will say yes, and I won't be at a nine to five. I'll be at Marvel. It's still a nine to five, though. A nine to five at Marvel. Okay. All right, Tyler. That's more like a nine to nine. Probably. I would say 
I would say the comic book, just because if without any loopholes, you know, I would rather do something that I prefer to do, and you know, even if I'm not the greatest at it, and you know, because you say I'm remembered just for writing the worst Batman story. You're not saying that every story I write no, no, no. is bad. No, no, not every so, story. I mean, a lot of even, stories you write is good, but you're only remembered for that really crappy Batman arc. That's fine. Kind because of like Z-Field. That's, what, that's the example I was going to put. Because like, I would rather, you know, because the point is, I don't care what people think. I mean, I would know that, you know, I, I spent my career doing a job that I loved, and then I got to keep doing, you know, whether people... You know, clearly someone had to enjoy it, you know, or they would have canned me. Right. Okay. Good. So, oh, go ahead. No, no. I already answered. Yeah, I was going to do the Rob Liefeld one because even though he's probably gotten better at drawing, he's still like, yeah, he's the dude that can't draw feet. Yeah. And he will always be the dude that can't draw feet. Right. So I probably know the answer to this, but what who what comic book characters would you write for? Ooh. Green Lantern, definitely. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Uh... I'm trying to think. I I want to do like a Jeff Johns type thing, where basically they're like, "Hey, um, this character no one likes, make it cool." Mm-hmm. Like I'd want like, uh, like I was super excited when Ragman popped up in the Arrowverse. So like I want like to take like a random hero like that and make it cool. Just like I'd I'd like. The Spectre a lot, and I haven't read very. I I actually haven't read he's, any comics. He's kind of cool. He had a good. He was a cool character in Gotham by Midnight. The only Spectre comic I've read is when he was a side character in the Last Will and Testament of how no, in Green Lantern Reborn Reborn. I'm mixing them all together, but like I want that. Like I want like the random characters, not like like yeah, it'd be cool to write for Batman, but I mean. With Batman, there's so many things that you have to, like, work with. And, like, everybody knows everything about Batman. Elongated man. Yeah. Like, plastic man. Nah, he's kind of cool now with metal. They kind of really use him in DC metal. Oh, they use him in DC metal, but plastic man will never be cool. He's kind of a badass in DC metal. Eh, he'll never be cool. I hate to say, but elongated man in the latest season of Flash was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, stuff like that. Like, I don't want the popular characters. Okay. All right. Okay. Paramount Pictures approaches DCP. That's us. With the task of revitalizing... What's that stand for? Dick. Daniels. Penis. Cries penis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Paramount Pictures approaches DCP with the task of revitalizing the Elvis movie genre. The Elvis movie genre. Okay, so it's a musical, basically, but it's it's not like, not like Hairspray or, or uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's just, it's just a movie, but the characters sing. Like it's, the, it's you, a rock opera. Have you guys seen? You've seen an Elvis movie, right? Yeah, yeah okay. they're rock operas. What musician or band would you choose? I go back in time, get the original Elvis. No, no, no. No, this is no. We can't go back in time. There's no. We have no superpowers this time. All right. Fine. We have to use. He always give us powers. I know. So. We have no powers this time. I 
like who would I use to play Elvis? No, no, like, no. We're not doing Elvis. Oh, yeah, I thought you were. We're making a we're making a rock opera around a central. Oh, yeah, I'm like, sorry. Like Elvis, Elvis movie genre, or oh, man, the Beatles a, movies, or the movies. Okay, like great uh, idea how I wanted the movie to end. So what what musician or band would you choose? So they gotta have they gotta have at least some decent pull because Elvis had some decent pull. They gotta have the ability to sing, or they have to have the ability to play a talent. For whatever you like Elvis or not, the dude could sing like a, amazingly. I think we're gonna make this rock opera. I'm going to go with Blind Guardian. Uh, never heard. They are a, I believe they're a s- Swedish uh, rock band. Um, but can that, they act? Uh, probably. Um, they have a um, uh, like really, really interesting storytelling. So even if we're not using them as actors, no, it's using gotta, them for all of the music and no, for the, it's got to be them doing it. That's the point of Chris that. Pratt. He's not a band. He sung on uh, Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec. He sung uh, Everything Is Awesome in the Lego Movie. He can learn. Yeah, I mean, it's really, I mean, if, if Joaquin Phoenix can learn how to sing. Well, You're wanting, like, I honestly don't really know many modern musicians who I'm going to cast in both roles. I want a Kirby Crackle movie. I don't know who that is. It is the ultimate nerd band. I think, no, the, uh, what's, what's, uh, The Simpsons' neighbor? What's his name? Flanders? Ned? What's his, uh, what's his catchphrase? Oakley Doakley. The Oakley Doakley or whatever, the Ned Flanders, that's the most nope. nerdy band nope. ever. They're a hardcore band. They all dress like Ned Flanders. Nope. Daniel seems right. to be the only one that grasped the concept uh, of the idea. Okay, well, if they have to sing and act. Yes. I'm going with Starbomb. Yeah, okay. Who the f- is Starbomb? So, Starbomb <laughs> is um, a band called Ninja Sex Party and a rapper named Ego Raptor. God. And we're going to make. The cringiest and I'm Adam the one considered to be a hipster. Adam hates them, uh, kind of comedy type movie out of this this thing, and that's what we're doing. You have Danny Sexbang, Ninja mm-hmm. Brian, and Eagle Raptor. They are all YouTubers. Started out on YouTuber. Uh, Aaron Hansen did uh, gameplay videos as Game Grumps, yep. and with a with a person named John Tron, who's actually uh, who's actually does music too. Okay. He does. Uh, he's got a couple good songs like uh, "Be on Love" is like being on drugs. That was pretty fun. You need to listen to that. We got time. I still don't see how I'm the hipster. Now, see, this is. I'm going to take your idea and I'm going to turn it and throw it away. Come up with a better one. Okay. And in the world that we live in of reboots, we get call comes down the line. They want us to remake Jailhouse Rock. And we're like, oh, we can't do it, can't do it. So we find the perfect, I, I don't know, I haven't thought this far, you know, with, I just know how it ends. Yeah. How it ends is you find out that it's Inception, it's a movie within a movie. Okay. And the very last scene is all of us standing around the monitor, and it's, you know, what 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 do you think, Mr. Presley? And it's Bruce Campbell sitting there in the jumpsuit. Wait, wait, yes. how's, that, how's that a movie in a movie? Because it's... You watch the movie, the remake, right. and then it pans out to... So it's it's a movie about making a movie. 
No, no, no. You watch the movie, and when the movie ends, there's a scene of people watching the movie. It's a meta moment. Yeah, that w- that's not. Is that a movie in the movie though? Yes. Yes. Uh, because he's talking about Bubba Hotep. No, I get the concept, but I'm really fucking pissed off at you right now because I thought you'd. I thought I'd get a high five that, for that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I thought I'd like, get a that's high five awesome. for that. Because because if you haven't seen Bubba Hotep, Bruce yeah, Campbell I'm thinks no, he's Elvis. First of all, he is Elvis. Second of all, I introduced him to Bubba Hotep. That's why I thought I'd get a high five. So fuck you because I'm really <laughs> pissed off. Because the second you said Elvis genre, that popped in my head. I'm like, this this will get it. This'll and we it. need to have Bubba Nosferatu. Is what we need to have. Oh god, I don't want that movie so bad. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's okay. happening. All right, next category: robot android so- cyborg replicant. Okay. I don't want to talk to you. Here we go. This character is composed of mimetic polyalloy or liquid metal. Uh, T2. What are we? T1000. T1000. Yes. Oh, we're supposed to say what it is? Yes. The character? Yeah. If, you're, if you are a member of the retirement division of the LAPD, you are... Rest in peace, department. No. Remember the category. Top, the category. It's robots, androids, androids, cyborgs, replicants. If you're a member of the retirement division of the LAPD, you are... Cyborg? A Blade Runner. Okay. Uh, okay. This care... <laughs> I just snotted. That's gross. They're not replicants. So, so are they replicants, then? Do we have Kleenex? But they're not replicants. No, if you're a member of the retirement division of the LAPD, you're a Blade Runner. Blade Runners kill replicants. I thought the whole point uh, yeah, was to we were say trying. what they were if they were a replicant android. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Why isn't Schneider here? Schneider's like, here are the ground rules. This character is an artificial synth former capable of synth transizing his body into various forms. Android? I, th- I thought for sure you would know. No, those aren't the answers. <laughs> those are just the types of things that are in these questions. Is is it an android? <laughs> no. Replicant? Okay. Look, 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 look. Robot, android, cyborg, replicant. Those are just the type of things that are in these questions. Okay? Okay. Because okay. if I just put robot, I would ask a question and you guys would be like, actually, that's a cyborg. Okay? So I... <laughs> that's a very hipster thing to do. So I covered everything. Okay. I think the... The glasses and, and I am beards. sweating like a motherfucker. This <laughs> character is an artificial synth former capable of synth tranthizing his body into various forms. Go go gadget. No. Well, Inspector gadget. Inspector gadget. <laughs> go go gadget. Uh, jump boots. No, I, I kind of made sense. I would have thought that. Would have been yeah, right. actually. Yeah. The, the answer is Baymax. Oh. All right. Max from Big Hero Six. Yes. Okay. This character is a class. Hey, wait, 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 wait! He wait, can't wait. turn himself into anything. Well, Betamax is just a big, cuddly cushion. No, according to the Wikipedia on it, it's not. It's an artificial synth former capable of synth transizing his body into various forms. He I does not that, transform in the entire. I think movie. that means like going in different. So he can expand and de-expand. I think that's what they're. Uh, All right. Fucking Wikipedia. So. Before we move on, he's an android, right? Is he uh, a replicant? No, he's a robot. Yeah, he's a robot. What's the difference between a robot and android? Uh, like the, like android the is a robot in a human-like form. Uh, uh, a cyborg is a human that has cy- 
that is part robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know the difference between a cyborg, but I mean, Android and robot, I mean, Android he's, he's, is a he's complete, human. Uh, no, Betamax is a robot. Uh, okay. Uh, Baymax. Baymax, not Betamax. Yeah, Betamax. He up. said Betamax. I said Baymax. Okay, an Android is a completely uh, inorganic being that is made to look like a human. Right. Oof, Android 18. Sorry. Android 18. Yeah. Well, I tried to look up the definition, and I got nothing but about the, the iOS. Okay. Yeah, that's going to happen. He's correct. An android is a robot with a human uh, appearance. Well, yeah, Betamax looks humanish. The Betamax he's is basically he's like a giant marshmallow. Yeah, he's got a, a, how human do we need to be? A so robot, head, two arms, two legs. A robot, a, mach- a, a machine capable of carrying out a complex series of actions automatically, especially one programmable by a computer. Now, I am going to Google. Do we own the right to say Google? Is Baymax a... Wow, apparently a lot of people do that. A robot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Baymax is the... He is an inflatable robot created by Tashadi Hamada. Damn. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, I I didn't think that was... You just got schooled, son. Okay, next one. (laughs) This character is... This character is a class M3 model B9 general utility non-theorizing environmental control robot. Wally. No. This character Universe. Universe. Yeah, what universe is from? Uh it's in its own universe. Read it again. So it's an environmental control robot? This character is a Eva. class who? Eva. No. It's a famous robot. Think of a think of fa- mom would even know who this robot is. Johnny Five. No, oh, uh, the uh, Lost in Space. Yes, oh. Ro- robot from Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. This character was created in Tijuana, Mexico. A narcissist social Bender bending Rodriguez. A narcissistic sociopath and pathological liar. Narcissistic. Say it with me. Put all these together, and you get our next character. Okay. Put all these together. 24.6 kilograms of tripolymer composites, 11.8 kilograms of molybdenum cobalt alloys, 1.3 kilograms of bioplast sheeting, and one polystronic brain. Chappy? No. Oh. This character belongs in one one of the most popular sci-fi. Oh, it's uh, Vision. No. Really? This character exists in one of the most popular sci-fi uh, franchises around. CP3O? No. Star Wars in the same section. Oh. Um, Data? It's Lieutenant Commander Data. All right. Oh, yeah. Huh. The, the brain. Uh, uh, the brain is... I couldn't get off the brain because that's such a, like, an important part so of So what do we think he is? Robot, android, replicant? He's an android. He's, He's an, an android. android. He, yeah, he calls himself an android. Okay. Waste, allocation, load lifter, earth class. Wally. Wally. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Next category. Bullshit. Cooking with Internet Movie Database. Jesus. Cooking uh, with IMDB. Okay. You guys loved this last time I did it. Did we? Yes. I don't remember this. Yeah, what do we do? Again, I can't I'm going to give you the ingredients. Of, these are all 2018 blockbusters. Oh, I'm going to give you the ingredients of this movie, and you tell me what these ingredients make up, okay? Okay. 
We're actually getting ingredients right and not... No, you'll, you'll love this. Okay. Three tablespoons of Hail Caesar, <laughs> two cooked dragon eggs, dice equal parts childish Gambino slash vision, and serve at a place where everyone knows your name. Okay, so that's Cheers... Um, uh, Three tablespoons Hail Caesar, two cooked dragon oh, eggs, dice eagle parts, childish Gambino slash Vision, and serve at a place where everyone knows your name. Uh, dragon eggs is it's, uh, Game the of Thrones? newest uh, Han Solo movie. Oh, Cheers is Woody Harrelson. Three tablespoons Hail Caesar is Aldrin Eidner Reich. Two cooked dragon eggs is that one chick. Dice equal parts Childish Gambino is Glover, and Vision oh. is Paul Bettany. Okay, so that's right. how we're playing. All right, okay. you know how we... Okay, so we did this yeah, I, yeah. with the Western one. You just didn't yeah. okay. give it the stupid title. Okay. One part Gwen Stacy, one part Buffalo Bill, one part Star-Lord, and a dash of Goldblum. Uh, Chris Pratt. It's, it's the newest... Is Jurassic World Fallen King. Yes. Star Lord's Pratt. Gwen Stacy is Ron Howard's daughter. Mm. Buffalo Bill is Ted Levine. And oh, Goldblum is Goldblum. Okay? Redhead. All right. In a big bowl, mix Captain Kirk, Charlie Chaplin, Full House, Jackie Robertson, Pirates from the Caribbean, and, and, a, dash, and a dash of Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's it? Yep. I, I knew those weren't going to go over very well, so I only did three of them. Well, actually, about I got all those, three of them. Those were easier this time because I guess it was on modern topics. Okay. Yes, that, that was great that we only had to look at this year's worth of movies and not... Every movie in existence. Okay. Only the ones Adam's thinking about, though. Preference. Gray with an A or gray with an E? Uh, always with an E. Okay, good. I like you. Gray with an A. You're a dick. Okay, I'm just thinking color, so A. So where does gray with an E come from? It's British. So it still means the color. It just uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The difference between A and E is just where you came from. The E actually is the British spelling. The A is the American spelling. Okay. America. America. And, uh, and that's how you can remember it is because A for America, E for English. Data or data? Data, data. or data. your data? Data. 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 Your data. 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 Okay. Okay. Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. Caribbean. Okay. Well, there's no point to that. I was just curious. All right. Envelope or envelope? Envelope. Mail or mail? Oh, I like mail. And we you all know, know you like mail. <laughs> all right. Boy or boy! Okay. Rare exports. Next category is rare exports. <laughs> what? Nothing. All info... All info was taken from mentalfloss.com, so I, I won't be accused of making this up. I will give you the foreign title of an American film. You give me the original American title. Oh, this is going to go great. Do, do we understand? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The first category is China, is China. Okay? Oh, Adam's favorite. This is what the Chinese switched the title to. He's a ghost! Six cents. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Well, according to mentalfloss.com. Did they yell it like that? Well, it's an exclamation point. Wow. I will marry a prostitute to save money. Okay, now the next one. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> okay, no. That's Pretty Woman. <laughs> pretty Woman, yes. What? Sa yeah. Are you, are you, 
Okay. Are you sure you're not making these up? I'm sure. Are you sure this isn't from like joke site? It's mentalfloss.com. Okay. Satan female soldier. Satan female. G.I. Jane. Yeah, isn't that, that's like really bad. I'd probably go see it if it was the name that. His great device makes him famous. His great device makes him famous. Jobs. Nope. Uh, the Facebook movie? Nope. You're thinking of an actual device. Think of a slang for a male appendage. Oh. Uh, uh, Dick. A Ron, a Ron Jeremy movie? Boogie Nights. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Next one. Japan. Japan. That's Japanese. Or Nippon. Okay. Uh, Torah, Torah, Torah. What? <laughs> okay, here we go. Tiger, tiger, tiger. So, Cap- sorry, guys. That's, uh... Captain Supermarket. Captain Supermarket. You guys will groan when you actually hear the answer if you don't get it. Captain Supermarket. Scary. Captain America? Army of Darkness. Oh. <laughs> okay. Shop smart. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. Hail to the king. 007 dies twice. Uh, you only live twice. Isn't that like literally? It's not even a tie. It's like literally. This is what happens in the movie. Yeah. Okay. I, are, I think it's them getting revenge for all the bad dubs we did in like the early 60s and 70s of Japanese medium. We probably still do that. <laughs> there is still a lot of that, yeah. 17-year-old girl's medical chart. 17-year-old girl's medical chart. Fault in Our Stars? Uh, older. It's an older film. The Notebook? I think it's older than that. Girl Interrupted. Oh. Uh, I don't even know what that is. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Thailand. Thailand. Odd couple wacky trip go together in time for birth. Odd couple wacky trip go together in time for birth. Due date? Yeah. Next one. I was all surprised. It's like, it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> it explains the whole movie in the title. Super speeding cleaning evil account accounts. Super speeding, cleaning, evil accounts. This is the movie with um, Tom Cruise's ex-wife and... Uh, Nicole Kidman? No, Rachel. Uh, or Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, okay. And, uh, I don't know. What's the title of it? Yeah, I don't... It's Drive Angry with Nick Cage. Wait, Aww. What? Nick Cage goes to hell. No, no, I get that. What was they saying it was? Super speeding, cleaning, evil accounts. Drive angry. Wow. Super okay. speeding. Have you seen Drive Angry? Yeah. Nick Cage comes out of hell. Yeah. And there's that. There's the accountant or whatever who yeah. comes out of hell. What does the cleaning have to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Zany son-in-law, zippy grandkid, sour father-in-law. Uh, uh, little fuckers. Holy shit, yeah. Cody's like, yeah. Why is he all surprised that everyone gets something well, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I gave you guys time to rest the the uh, improvisational muscle. Let's stretch it back out. You guys ready? No, fuck. Oh, we're not doing any of the countries? No. Nope. He just okay. picked Asian countries. You guys ready? Oh, he's trying to, to keep his rap. You guys, is your imagination muscle good? Yeah. Yeah. 
This one. Bring me a, a Kit Kat. This no, one. Please. Why are there no Reese's? Because I took the last one. You what? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are, are we good? I'm confused. You tell <laughs> no, me about it fine. later. Okay. What I do? Next category. I fly down. Do you want it down? Yes. Oh, okay. Next category. In this socio-political climate, Paramount Pictures has hired DCP, us, again, to take some of the most popular movie franchises and characters and gender swap them. Now, without just saying, yeah, this character's female now, let's be a little more creative. Okay, 007 franchise. I'll give an example. 007 franchise. I didn't come up with this, but I, I really like the idea. So Daniel Craig is done after this movie, supposedly. And everyone's either wants either a black bond or a female bond, but people are, are pissy because it'd be a female bond. Someone I don't remember who it was came up with the idea on how to, came up with a really cool creative idea on how to do a female bond and do a and do a series of films out of that. You take Dame Judi Dench's M, and you, you make it a prequel of when she was a double O agent, and then oh. and then the end of the the okay. end of that series would be her becoming M. Hmm. So you get your cake and eat it too. It's not it's not ruining the bond, but it's also a female double O agent. Plus you're you're living within that continuity. Okay? So let's come up with creative ideas like that rather than just, yeah, Thor's a chick now. Okay? Alright? Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. So Freddy's now a lady. This is what I thought, okay? The glove's gone, okay? I know this is sexist. Glove's gone. Long claws. Long fingernails. Yeah? You know Lady Deathstrike? Okay. You could tie it into, like, the Conjuring universe. I know we're, we have the sequel called, like, The Nun or whatever. Yeah. But before that movie came out, it could have been The Nun uh, that so you're you turning into, like, this dream predator... Okay, so you, you wipe out the Freddy Krueger character and you turn it. Yeah, yeah, and like like you did in the example, that the nun is actually this person who becomes the Freddy Krueger esque character. What I do because wasn't Freddy Krueger's mom a nun that was like raped by all these psychopaths? Uh huh. So she, in an effort to get rid of Freddy Krueger, you know, absorbs him. She does. Well, I know that. Okay. You know what I'm saying instead of him like getting out, like. She becomes the Freddy Krueger character. Okay. Oh, oh! So we get the cake and eat it too. We get the yeah. nun. So like she, you know, the the movie ends like Freddy's gone, and then like you know she lifts up her head, and then all of a sudden like her face starts to like turn into. So Freddy we Kruger's we face. sell it as the last. So we get Robert England to come out of. Uh, we get Robert England to come out of retirement uh, as Freddy, and we get we we market it as this is literally the end. Freddy's gone. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, this is the actual Freddy's gone again. Freddy's dead again. But this is it. But, like you said, the nun, we get the nun like you wanted, and then they absorb them, and then we sell it as that's the end of the movie. And then the coda, or the after credit scene or whatever, is the mom, the the nun, becoming. Yeah. Why do, do, do I get do I get my long fingernails, though? Oh, sure, sure yeah. But I don't want Lady Deathstrike, though. I want them to be just out. They don't go back in. They're just out. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, then she can click them. She... <laughs> so how... Do a lot of coke. So 
would a female would a female play with her with her victims differently? I think all, a lot of the, the pervy kind of things that Freddy Krueger does is going to go away. Maybe in retaliation, it's more of she's targeting on those pervy things instead. Like oh. she's more on a, kind of sort of like a Jason sort of thing. She's going after. Uh, uh, before you're married, no premarital sex, stuff but like see, that. You can't do that because it's like you said, it's going off the Jason things. So well, what if she well, blames the parents? Well, her thing is, is she's she's got all of Freddie's powers and abilities, but she's still got like it's her sense of morality and everything that's just been twisted. So you know she can go after the kids because they're not following you know the I morality that she has set up. But that's too much like, like he said, that's too much like Jason, though. But does Jason actually have that morality? He doesn't the go after, he doesn't go after him. No, I, I might be uh, overstating. He's, he's kind of lost that in recent Right, films, right, right. So. I agree, but the original idea was, like, if, if you're fucking when you're not supposed to or whatever. In his take, woods. Right. So I was thinking, well, since it's a mother, what if he, what if, since, because, okay, Yes, your child is the biggest pedophile known to man, but it's still your child. And and not not only did he not suffer the punishment for his crimes like like the the American law system provides, these parents just decided to burn this per- yes, he was a horrible person, but that's still your son. And instead of doing it due by by due justice and by the book, they just took it on themselves to burn him in his house. What if the nun? Or are we going with the nun? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What if the nun goes after the parents now? All right. I can get one. So of instead that. of instead I mean, of fine. instead of the kids trying to stay awake at school, it's like you turn it in almost into like the parents, like losing their job, trying to stay awake, possibly losing their jobs, keeping up the mortgage because they're you know they can't. You know what I mean? So you take away all the teen angst and stuff that the Nightmare series has, and you bring up the adult stuff because they can't sleep. You know, clearly, clearly, kids are going to be more open to a, a nightmare demon than adults because we we lost all that imagination, we lost all that crap. You know, we're more logical, so I think it'd be more difficult, right, to fight because you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, this is going over better than I thought. Okay, next category: the Expendables. I don't like that series to begin with. We're gender swapping it. So, who do we got? We've got Susan Sarando. Sarandon. Sarando. <laughs> why? Why Susan Sarandon? I. Well, we gotta have female action stars. Linda Hamilton. No, that's the thing. Linda Hamilton. That's the thing. She's like uh, she's always done like the homely and uh, rom coms, but this is her uh, badass bitch movie. So she's the Bruce. She's more of the Bruce Wilson Expendables. Where she's on the side, like back in the day, I wouldn't fuck with her. But you like she's one of those like the uh, from Red, uh, the British chick. She's more of that feeling, like well, she's prim and proper, but she could probably take you out still. Okay, so we got Susan Sarandon as the person that start that creates the team. Doesn't really fight, creates the team. He, uh, will Her- Helen Mirren be in it? Yeah. Okay. Who else we got? Uh, Angelina Jolie for Mrs. Smith. Yeah, but she's really in a bad place right now, mentally and physically. I want, even though 
you'll say no. I want I want Judy Dench having a role in it. No, I agree with that one hundred percent. I want Judy Dench. Okay. Who was the? Uh, um, what about Atomic Blonde? Uh, she too young. No, I think she'll be fine. She's okay. like she's not uh, the main person, but she's on the sideline. She's the Terry Brooks role. The the person taking over Dolph Lundgren's role, Brigitte Nielsen. Oh yeah, Red Sonia. Okay, right, I'm sorry, uh, we what interrupted. About, what about the uh, the girl who played um, uh, the heroine in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight? Oh God, uh, uh, she's the the good. No, she's not the good wife now. She's the uh, the president in that one show. Um, Madam Secretary? Is she Madam Secretary? No. Like, I don't know. No, I think she is Madam Secretary. No, Madam Secretary is Tio Leone. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's got one of those shows, though. I don't like that. I don't... I don't she was in, she was in like Cutthroat... Her. She was in Cutthroat Island. She was in League of Your Own. Uh, oh, a lot Gina of people Davis. were in League of Gina Bones. Davis. Oh, okay. If she, if, she, if she got back in shape for Long Kiss Goodnight shape, yeah, she'd be badass. Okay. So we got Red Sonia as Dolph Lundgren. Oh, we gotta have like Charlize Theron. Yeah, that's, that's Atomic Blonde. Oh, right, all right. Oh okay. no, you're thinking of Uma Thurman. Yeah, Uma Thurman. That's so. It. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's Sylvester Stallone's character? Uh, a, uh, uh, Alien franchise. Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Oh my God, that is awesome. Yeah. That is badass. Okay, so the Bruce Willis character is going to Susan Sarandon. Sylvester Stallone's character is going to Sigourney Weaver. Uh, Dolph Lundgren's character is going to uh, Red Sonia, uh, Brigitte Nelson. Um, Gina Davis is Jason Statham? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, Linda Hamilton. Linda, oh, God, who would Linda Hamilton be? She would be the Sylvester Stallone character. Also, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I, actually, I want Jamie Lee Curtis in the Bruce Willis position. Okay. Who would be your Mickey Rourke? Man, if China was still around. Ronda Rousey. No, or no, no. What about the chick from uh, Deadpool One? Oh, Angel Dust. Angel Dust. Right. If China was still alive, I'd do China in the Mickey Rourke character. Oh, I thought I thought you were ending the sense that I'd do China. Yeah, well, I would do China. Um, no. <laughs> oh God, no. Okay, all right, all right. Ronda Rousey has to be in it, even if it's just a game. Okay. So if we're making this movie, I want to be. Well, I think Expendables two or three, they had a bunch of newcomers. Like they had one of the Hemsworth brothers. I've I've seen the first. I saw the first one in college in theaters, and that was it. Okay. Oh, well, that's going a lot better than I thought. Okay, the Golden Girls. Oh. Yeah. So we're gender swapping the other way. I threw you guys a curveball. Uh. So what what age, what ages are we looking at? What ages were B. Arthur and all them? It really, I think there's... Seventies, eighties? No, uh, I think they were only in their sixties to fifties. I think they were made up to look... Older than they were. Well, I, I meant their characters, I'm sorry. Uh, I, not the actor, I meant their characters. I think they were in their, like, sixties. Early sixties. Okay. Uh, so we're going with television stars, Tim Allen. Mm. No? Okay. He's a recognizable face. He'll, he, he's, he's got a... Uh, what do you call that? Uh, credits and a lot of stuff. He'd be like, uh, "Oh, he's doing another show." Tim Allen. I liked him. In that See, show. I was thinking Tim Allen would. We don't have to. We don't have to match him uh, word for. We don't have to match characters verbatim. But I was thinking Tim Allen would be the character that um, 
He's he's kind of a womanizer. He's he's had like five or six failed marriages. Blanche. All his fault. Yes. Oh, okay. Blanche. Am I matching them together then? So anyway, he's he's at the golden age of his life, and he's like, he's 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 kind of broke because he's shilling out uh, child support and alimony. Well, not support alimony. Is just that his last marriage has gone so bad he can't afford to live by himself because he's on retirement now. Okay. Well, he said he's had about seven marriages, all going wrong, and like the the ex wives are constantly coming in for like comic stuff. You know, maybe he tries to rekindle some of the some of the relationships, and he's gotten to the point. And some of like the more special episodes is like he's realized like he want he doesn't want to die alone. He's trying to have. A good. He's trying to be a good man at this point. In his final years. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so there's that one. What about what about uh, uh, Jim Jim Belushi? As like the the doting son to the elder father. The uh, B Arthur character. Yeah. yeah I've, I've never, I've never really seen Golden Girls. I, I was trying to think of who the oldest. Dude would be. I think Dan Aykroyd needs to be on the show somewhere. Oh, as the as like the old one. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd is the B. Arthur character, and then what about something crazy like uh, Clint Eastwood or uh, Clint? Oh, Clint, Clint would never. No, I'm just saying somebody in that era, Clint Eastwood or uh, not Burt Reynolds. He died last week. Uh, what about the dude that was in uh, Sam Elliott? I oh Sam Elliott would be a good one. Yeah, especially I want Sam Elliott to be the oldest one. Especially since he's doing like the ranch now and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Sam Elliott to be the oldest one. Okay, so Sam Elliott's the oldest. Tim Allen's the the man whore. Who are we going with? Sam Elliott's son. I think Jim Belushi's fine for Sam Elliott's son. Okay. And then Dan Aykroyd for the, as the goober uh, Betty White one. Yeah, for Betty White's character. Okay. Because he can play slapstick silly very well. This has gone over way better. I thought you guys <laughs> were like every it. single time you've said that. You, I thought you guys sentence. when I was writing this, I'm like they're gonna look at me and roll their eyes and they're gonna hate me. But this no. is awesome. No, no, I love hearing. this stuff the most. Stuff I like was really kind of pissed there wasn't more of the. I'm not gonna say the title of it, but I guess I have to. But cooking with IMDb. Okay, well <laughs> I will do more of that the next, next what's in the box uh, special episode. Okay, uh, we're coming up to our close. I, I got two more. Uh, so connecting universes are all the rage. Yeah. I'll name two properties and see if we can come up with a creative way to connect them. Okay? Okay. And we, we can do like a stupid funny one, but let's let's like legitimately see first before right, we do the stupid right. funny you, one. Glad you clarified. Yeah. We can do the stupid funny one, but let's try to do a genuine one first. Okay. Bayformers and Pac Rim. What? I don't know what Bayformers is. Transformers. Michael's oh. Bay, Transformers, oh. and Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. Uh, we're... Uh there's a major time difference because the Transformers are taking place in our modern era. Pacific Rim stands maybe like 100, 200 years in the future. Basically, Transformers have all left Earth, and all we got is the discarded remains of yeah. Transformers. That's, that's, that's where the Jaegers are coming from, is they're reusing dead Transformer parts to recreate them. And the, the, uh, the, the things sending the kaiju through are the Quintessons. Okay. Bioengineering monsters and sending them through the. I had the same. I had the same thought, but my, I diverged from you guys. Were when the the last movie when Unicron started to form, it created the rift mm. in, in the, and that caused the. But I like the Quintessence thing, that they're the reason. So so, Pac Rim Three, it reveals that both universes. 
Oh. Optimus Prime comes back. Ot- again. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where the reveal is. You've got you've got them fighting the kaiju, kaiju start coming through, like and they, they even did the Gestalt combiner thing in Pac-Rim too. And then you have like like from from space the Deus Ex Machina character come back and it's it's like Superion or some giant Gestalt bot. Uh, they, like they Metroplex. But yeah, Metroplex would work, Fortress Maximus, but you know, Superion, Defensor, Computron, one of those guys. Oh fuck, I'm so happy. Okay. This worked out way better than yeah, I yeah. ever thought it was going to. This one might be a little hard, because uh, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with this. The Jack Reacher series and the Bourne series. Okay, I know about the Bourne series. Jack Reacher is the Hulu one with the guy from the office. No, right? that's Jack Ryan. Jack Reacher is the Tom Cruise one. Yes. Is it, like, is it just like another spy? No, no. Jack Reacher. He's like a military police MP guy. Uh, he he's like he's like the Sherlock Holmes of military uh, uh, crimes. Um, he has he he has he's like he's completely off the grid. He ha- he literally has his wallet, a watch, and one article of clothing. And then when he moves on from, so he'll wear the same article of clothing through the investigation. And then when he's done, he'll go to a pawn shop, buy or, or to a thrift store, buy a new article of clothing, and he'll throw it away. He'll throw his other one away. So like that's how off the grid he is. So we send Jack Reacher to find to bring in. Jason Bourne. Yeah, Isn't that the whole point of the Bourne series? Is they're trying to bring him back? Yeah, he's like a like a, he's a burnt agent or something like that. Like he's pissed off at him. It originally starts uh, Bourne. He basically he's doing his super secret message where he's basically a hitman for our government, and uh, he loses memory. Uh, while doing one of those, so it starts off well, who am I? Why do I have all these skills? Oh my god, I think I've killed people. And it slowly devolved into him like, oh, I remember what I used to do, sort of, but it's still all a little fuzzy. And then it's just people trying to clean up their mess by bringing him in by killing him. So isn't Jack to get born? Okay. I think it'd be interesting because Jack it's kind of a badass fighter. Of course, Bourne is a badass fighter. So no, if, if from what I do know, I don't think Jack at the same level as Bourne is in the universe. So I'm thinking Jack's going to be like trying to reason with him, and he's going to get Tom Cruise's character going to get his ass kicked a lot. And then you tie in Mark Wahlberg in the shooter universe. I don't even know if he was in the shooter. So Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, yes. Shooter, yeah. Then Shooter takes them both out. That's how the movie ends. <laughs> so, so, which Bourne though, Renner or Damon? You know, everyone Damon. makes everyone makes fun of it, but I really like the Renner one. Have you seen the Renner one? No, I haven't seen any of them. Too much drones in it. Like, I, I don't. Is I don't he like supposed drones. to be like the same? No, no he, he's a different. He's oh. a different uh, agent. Uh, uh, Jason's first generation. He was supposed to be like second generation. He has to take pills to, to stay to stay. Smart or something, something like that. I don't know. Okay, uh, Mission Impossible franchise and the 007 franchise. Obviously, you have them both working on the same case. Like yeah. uh, Russia had, or no, let's do something away from England to get James out of close, to get away from home. So you have South America. You have a mission happening in South America, and they're actually happen to be working on the same damn case. 
and at the sit where you had the classic scene where they're going for the information, it's like, and then face to face, they both got the hands in the cookie jar at the same time. Yeah, they both screw up the first mission because they're in each other's ways on accident. What if, what if we make it a little topical? What if we have like an Ed Snowden type character? What I want to see is I no, want. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, still South America, but just have an Ed Snowden type character. I want to bring back a Bond villain that like everybody knows what it looks like. Jaws. Okay, so. You got no, Jaws. Like, okay. no. we, we want this guy that okay, has fast report. Odd job is more realistic with what I'm going for. Who throws so, a hat? Seriously. No, no, no. I'm talking about the look of the person. Okay. So, Bond corners Odd Job. He's got the gun on him. And, you know, Odd Job doesn't say anything. Turns around, pulls off. Oh, my God. Hard. That is oh, awesome. And that's how they meet. Fuck, that is awesome. That's a good opening scene. Holy shit! This is going way better. Okay, last one. This you one you do you could do the fuse, like the opening with the weird James Bond guns coming out of ladies' mouths. And or the fuse like is going, and Bond walks up and shoots the fuse, or he lights the fuse. Okay, this one's probably going to get kind of dumb. I kind of threw it in there because I'm curious how you guys would do this. MCU and the DCEU. Infinity Stones dumb. That's simple. Yeah, I mean Thanos snapped. So how do they fix the MCU? Is is through reality shenanigans and reality gets funky, and now you have Gotham City and Metropolis coming over to the MCU, so we can get good Superman and Batman movies. I knew that was coming. Wait, so are we recasting them? Oh yeah. Well, no, I I like the looks of the characters, and they had better. Direction behind him, I think that could work. That, that, that's fair. The actors didn't do a bad job. The casting was good for just sleep movies, so I, I, we don't have to recast them. We just have a different director behind the helm. So what? Okay, so what happens? The Infinity Stone happens. Uh, universes start tearing apart. They're colliding with each other. Uh, what, what's the conflict? What's the resolve? Uh, what's happening is they're at Infinity War two. They finally catch up to Thanos. They managed to get the gauntlet, but they can't keep away from Thanos. And just a basic thing, we need help, wish, bam. And instead of it's kind of like a monkey paw thing. They don't get what they exactly want. They get the closest thing that technically would be simplest at the time. It just pulls people from other areas. I yeah. want there to be a scene where Robert Downey Jr. is still not over Spider-Man's death. And Batman is just like... Fuck, I lose a kid every other now and then. <laughs> let me tell you how to get over this. Yeah. Let me tell you how to get He's over like, this. Fucking, you know, Damien, Jason Todd. Nah, Don't worry, you'll just, get another one. Like, there's tons of kids in New York. And then Robert Downey Jr. is like, look, my mom Martha, she always like, what? Why'd you say that name? <laughs> Wait. Don't know what. That's going to be funny as hell if it's Martha too. Like, I don't remember Iron Man's parents' names. Google, but I mean, it's probably not. But what if? What if it is? I forgot what the because they did the the JLA Avengers crossover. I can't remember what the actual reasoning for uh, it was. It was a a fight between Grandmaster and uh, whatever entity is the, his equivalency. In Holy the, crap! In the I JLA. almost. I almost. 
it's it's Maria, but I saw that I saw that M R M A R. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's named Martha. They're not staying alive for very long. <laughs> okay. Okay. Last category, and we'll get we'll, we'll call it night. Soft reboots are quickly becoming popular. Are you guys aware of soft reboots? That was what they did to Spider-Man. They didn't like they rebooted it, but they left out like all the like all the drama of Uncle Ben because everybody knows what Uncle Ben's drama was. Well, that and they're like so like the new the new Predator coming out. That's a soft reboot. It's actually just a, a sequel to the first movie. So basically, soft reboots are we want to continue this. We want to continue the franchise, but the the other movies have destroyed any other. So Superman Returns. Yeah. So it's just like you you you. You take the writer takes whatever it is they want to keep canon, and they just ignore the rest. All like right. like the new Halloween is actually just a sequel to the original. It's ignoring two and all the other ones. Okay, so we're we we're gonna soft reboot Michael Bay's Transformers. Ignore. I just realized Bumblebee is a soft reboot. Let's ignore that. <laughs> Bumblebee isn't happening. How are we gonna soft reboot? I literally just Bumblebee just hit me in the head. Yeah. Ignore that. How how would we soft reboot the Transformers? I think we just cut all the humans out, like so. Do a Cybertron. Do a, do a Cybertron movie. Do the war. Fall of Cybertron. Yeah, do the fall of Cybertron. Do Autobots versus Decepticons. Well, that's a complete hard reboot. Then, I mean, what, there's got to be like we're doing everything before the first movie. Yeah, everything before Transformers One. So it's a prequel. Pretty yeah, cool to set up, like to establish what canon from the movies is legit, and then you can make more Cybertron movies from there, and that way you can also use like more traditional forms rather than the ugly ass things they had in the Bayformer movies, and then you can explain that. Well, we don't know what the travel through space will do to our proto forms, uh, okay. and okay. they can explain it that way. Okay. Uh, the Fast and the Furious. Shut up, Grandpa. Shut <laughs> up, Grandpa. Oh, um, soft reboot. We just bring it back to what it was. Like it was just a car racing, like street racing, right? Now it's now they're they're practically superheroes themselves. Do right? an old man Logan film where it is actually Vin Diesel, like twenty years in the future, Vin and he's Diesel. hiding out in a third world country. Vin Diesel, you know, he gets in the wreck at the end of the first one, yeah, and he doesn't recover from it. So then he trains someone else to take his place. So this is a sequel to the first. So you're completely ignoring. Yep. Too Fast, Too Furious, yep. Tokyo Drift, The yep. Fate. Yep. How do you explain uh, Paul's character? I don't know. I his only that. mistake. I like I like the Logan style. Where, where, are you, where are you going to stop it from? So, well, that's the thing. You kind of leave it. You leave all of it in mystery. You don't explain what happened, what doesn't happen. No, right? no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. So you know how like the Nazis went to like Brazil to hide out after World War Two and all that stuff. What if? Because the the Fast and the Furious movies are all about La Familia, right? So. This movie is set in the future like Logan. La Familia has been destroyed. The Rock's dead. Jason Statham, which is now apparently a good guy, he's dead. All of the all the guys are dead except for Vin Diesel. He hides out in South America, like you said, and he's just like a Gran Torino style character. Just 
a really racist, stay off my yard type thing. Well, not like racist, but he's just like, I, I, I don't want to make any connections with this world anymore. I'm just trying to live in it. Okay. And he starts seeing another, he starts seeing these people, these young people going down the same route that he has. And they get, they get it, they, they make some sort of deal with the gang that they can't get out of. And he comes out to, uh, to save them, drive, you know, doing driving skills and everything. He dies at the end. These characters now become the new franchise. Yeah, I like that a lot. Family comes first. Shut up, Grandpa. We're trying to drive. <laughs> okay, last one. This one isn't really necessarily a soft reboot, but I kind of want to see how you guys... We, we can do it jokingly if you want, but I want to legitimately see how we can get the Dark Universe off the ground. They tried doing it twice. We, we have that already. Uh... With uh, Tyler's when we did this before, like oh, I did uh, my Frankenstein. Yeah, like uh, we like we don't make the we don't make the super secret organization. It's just it's just one dude. What we we did do this already. On I know, but I, podcast. I don't like I don't listen to this crap. You don't, uh, you, don't you don't like his idea? Oh, okay, yeah. I see. Well, how no, I don't like the idea is that they these guys these guys becoming a team. Like these they're, are they're, this isn't a team. What was it? Remind me what your idea was, real quick. It was basically the werewolf story, where the werewolf was the nerdy kid that everyone's rooting for. Right, right. And he like goes after the popular kid, and then he ends up dying. And then you find out it's the guy that comes at the end of the movie is Doctor Frankenstein, who's like he doesn't have a secret organization, doesn't have money backing him. Like he's. He's just going across the world trying to clean up these messes that he feels he's responsible for. And the only, like, he's, you find out over the course that he's been doing it for years because he's perfected, you know, the whole Frankenstein thing. So, like, he's replacing his own parts. So he becomes the Frankenstein monster. Yeah. Okay, so the first movie is a werewolf movie. So Dr. Frank causes Dracula, causes the creature from the Black Lagoon. No, I don't think he causes anything. He's just, he's going around trying to, like, his, monster, his, his monster's already been dealt with. Okay, his monster's dead. So he's, but he feels since he released his monster out into the world, okay. that he's, you know, has this moral thing to take care of it because no one else, you know, believes it. You know, if someone says, oh, Adam, there's a werewolf, you know, three blocks away, you'll be like, okay, whatever, fuck you. But I mean, you know, people don't... Three blocks away? Yeah. That's too close. Yeah. Okay, alright. But what what's the Avengers Infinity War build up to that? What if... Okay, so we take the Dr. Frankenstein character, so we do the Creature from the Black Lagoon, we do the Dracula... We, we do um, The Invisible Man. We do all that. And then the, the big climactic thing is, what, what's, the big, what's the big event movie? What's it all leading up to? What it, if... Oh. It, it has to be the one team that all those guys have fought. Abbott and Costello. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would be the modern-day Abbott and Costello? Bring him back. Pin and, and Teller. Pin and Teller. Teller doesn't talk. 
Costello didn't talk. One of them didn't talk, no, right? No, they, they both, both talk. talk. Am I thinking of Laurel and Hardy? You're thinking of Laurel and Hardy. Oh. They both talk a lot. Well, I was thinking, okay, that's a funny idea. I like that. <laughs> uh, I genuinely do. But what if we did? What if we went the more serious route? What if the buildup was, why are these monsters on Earth? We bring in a whole new, well, not a new character to the world. What if we bring in some of the H.P. Lovecraft mythos, and it's Cthulhu, 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 and his his dreams are the these monsters are the creation of his dreams, and his awakening is the the event picture. All right, I get behind that. I feel like we got to tie Cabin in the Woods into that mm-hmm. franchise somewhere, but. I do want a final scene where the one thing that Frankenstein has is he has his you know, he's got his estate. I don't care where you put it, but it's like the Wayne Manor in Batman v Superman. Like, it's not nice looking. People stay away from it. And like, in the basement, like, it's not all, you know, rigged out. Like, Dracula's just like, chained up in a coffin. So the ceiling's gotta be like, what, 100 foot high? Yeah. Big enough room for put a big old table, leather yeah. chairs. Yeah, okay. room for more. Room for more. Yeah, exactly. So like you know, he's got all these you know creatures trapped. You know, nothing high tech. Like just a whole bunch of like UV lights shining on where he's got Dracula, and like the very end scene is you know one character. I don't care who you make them the ringleader, and they're just like we're exactly where we need to be. And that is walked. That, walked away from the world. And, like, that leads you to your Cabin in the Woods Cthulhu. Or the Abbott Costello route. Yeah. Well, uh... Abbott Costello are the cleaning crew. He bumps into the UV light, knocks it over, releases Dracula. Well, uh, we'll... We'll, 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 te- we'll test audience which one they prefer to go no, down. No, we can go the more serious route, but then you have Penn and Teller taking the roles of, like, Abbott and Costello, as and like they an, are, like, as an homage, as, as a, an accidental way to get these monsters out. Okay. Right, well, enough. maybe that's maybe that's your story. Maybe he, if he's actually, if he, he's basically immortal Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Maybe we make it where he's already caught all these things and has already got them all locked up, and that's the start of your franchise. They just get bumped and released in the world, and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? You know how many God years that has taken that. me? I'm too old for this shit. No, no, no. It's just not idea. Why doesn't Hollywood listen to this? Because they oh. don't like because they don't like good ideas. That's why. Adam. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, no news. No birthdays today because uh, we we went over. Nobody, uh, nobody had any birthdays. So uh, Adam Sandler's born today. Um, it's my birthday. Is it really? No. Oh, okay. So uh, check check our um, check our SoundCloud uh, YouTube. I've almost got all the old podcasts back up. Um, we got the latest podcast, the Steampunk Festival podcast. Uh, Damage Control has Hugh a Grant's birthday. Is he with a hooker? Um, we have a video package that that will be out in the next couple of days about the Steampunk. So uh, check that out. Also, this will. Well, if you're listening to this, you're you're on SoundCloud or YouTube. Uncle Ben's birthday. Which one? Cliff Robertson. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, so we got we got a lot of cool. We've got a really cool, a possibly really cool thing going down in October for um, Damage Control podcasting uh, next week. Tom Volpat's birthday. Which one's that? Luke Duke, the original Luke. Oh Duke. yeah. 
Uh, next week we'll be back to a uh, topic for episode. I'm not sure what we'll do, but we'll do that. So, Dan, you want to do your closing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dan, Dan Control Podcasting. We recorded Underdark Comics and Games in Quincy, Illinois. Uh, check us out on Facebook at Facebook slash Underdark Comics or check out our website at UnderdarkQuincy.com. Uh, send us an email, shoot us a message, or stop in and say hi. Uh, real quick before I do mine, thank you once again to the, the people that did the interviews for us, and thanks for Java Jive for uh, allowing yep. us to record. Yes, thank you very much. Last episode, um, if you haven't listened to episode 39, make sure you listen to it. We had uh, five phenomenal guests, six phenomenal guests, uh, if you count, because Kelly Wakes is one person. Uh, Eva Lafiva, uh, C.O. Bast, um, Amy Wilder, The Scallywags, and Judas and Magnolia. And we and it's a three-hour podcast. Daniel wants me to break it up individually, which so if you you can pick and choose. Uh, uh, but until I do that, it's it's time coded, so you, you can skip to uh, that. So anyway, so uh, find Damage Control Podcasting uh, on Twitter at Damn Control. Daniel does a really good job at, at tw- uh, tweeting stuff. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Damage Control Podcasting. Instagram. Instagram. We don't really do anything with Instagram, do we? I do a little bit. What about Reddit? Yeah. Yeah, Cody, what about Reddit? Where are we at on Reddit, Cody? You could find us on Reddit at Dan Control Podcasting. Dan, as in uh, Daniel's first three letters of his name. Yep. You had one job. Yeah, you you (laughs) hipster. And hey, then, uh, weren't you the one that volunteered for it? I'll take care of it. Yeah, I, I might have. <laughs> oh, I, I'm working on it. Speaking of have one job, Adam, did you bring food today? That wasn't my job. Uh, you promised it, it, it was your last job time. two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> it's now two weeks now. That's not my job. <laughs> We're tonight. still waiting for the food. <laughs> anyway, you in perfect time. You would have skipped Snyder, and you said you still brought food. Uh, it's not my fault you wasn't there, Snyder. <laughs> Y'all can just tell him he don't listen. Let's just tell him we had food. Tell him I brought like the best food in. Uh, I brought Chinese. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, uh, at Dan Control, da- at Damn Control on Twitter, <laughs> control. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, Damage Control Podcasting. Contact us at Damage Control Podcasting at Gmail dot com. Yes. Yes. And next week we will have a topic. What it is, nobody knows. Now nah, we'll talk off air. What was the other thing I was supposed to tell you off air? Oh, the pipe bomb. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that, that is a story. It has nothing to do with us personally. Okay, okay. He knows the guy.